Oh boy, I have words to say about this topic I'm about to dive into. And honestly, I don't know to where to begin, to be honest. Self-destruction has been one of the biggest trends in my life. There are obviously various degrees of self-destruction and mine looks a lot like, oh, you're feeling bad now? A little bit stressed? Let's make things worse by trying to induce diabetes. <laughs> in my life, I have self-destructed with food, alcohol, weed, sex, boys, and buying too many scented candles. I'm aware it could be way, way worse. I've kept my jobs, I've finished school, but behind the scenes, I'm a goddamn mess. I've been able to control uh, a lot of these tendencies most of my life, thanks to therapy and my parents funding my therapy for a better portion of my life. I've been able to control them except for very significant times in my life where I dove the fuck into the negative coping mechanisms. I wanted to write about self-destruction because I feel like all of us um, experience it to a certain extent. When you're at a point in your life when you know you're hurting yourself or leaning away from a good path, you know what's best and what better choices to make, but you don't do those things. You decide to do the things that are harmful or things that will fuck things up. Self-destruction can be so dark, scary, and even when these self-destructive tendencies are small, they can be dark and scary. As I'm sitting here, I am battling a few. I'm a person that loves to not take care of myself. Ugh, it feels so good to treat my body like shit. Eat massive amount of garbage food and drink all the wine and hard seltzers. For years, I had loads of behavior that punished my body and my mind and I didn't care. These behaviors uh, are easier for me to conceptualize. Eating a well-balanced diet and not drinking a bottle of wine a day is fucking hard. Don't I deserve to take it easy? Other people act this way and they're fine. My birthday is March 29th. And if you could put two and two together and you think about the last two years that we've experienced, we were all going through some stuff at that time. I was one of my first friends to have a pandemic birthday. And as we all know, they suck. They <laughs> suck fucking hard. I was trying in 2020, I was trying to keep it together for the people around me, but we were all going through a lot. And internally, I was gearing up for a full-blown self-D day. Self-D, that sounds really dirty. Um, I like it. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it makes it worse or better, but my self-destruction is very planned and meticulous. I know what I want to do, what it all involves, when I want to do it. I stock up on supplies and I schedule a recovery day for days or weeks after. In 2020, I legit took time off work to do this. It was a full-blown production. On the days leading to the 29th, my birthday, I purchased bottles of wine and Prosecco bottles. Plus, I was given bottles for my birthday, which... Wow. <laughs> I bought myself not one, but two cakes. I loaded my pantry and fridge like I was about to throw a 10-year-old birthday party. Chips, popcorn, candy, ice cream, frozen pizza, so much more. I wanted to satisfy any desire that came up that day and mask all the sad feelings that I was feeling about the world and myself. 
I also had plans to order from my favorite restaurants. It was a glorious couple of days of drinking straight from the wine bottle and having cake and salty treats in front of me at all times. Of course, that happiness was temporary, and it ended up in me crying for days after. You know what feels fucking great? Eating well and exercising. Who knew? We don't know her. No. Welcome to House of Stone. Welcome to House of Stone, the podcast where everyone has a story and we get into the nitty gritty of it all. Uh, today, I have my guest, John Cortequais. Uh, he's a comedian and storyteller here in Montreal. He's one of my favorite people to watch on stage. He captivates the room with his honest, hilarious innocence. Um, he was named one of Comedy Nest's rising stars in 2019, I believe, or 2020. 2020. Uh, he has been on the very popular podcast risk for his storytelling. Um, and he's been part of ZooFest off JFL a handful of times. Please welcome John Cordoqua. Hi. Oh my gosh. Hi. Here. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Uh, before we get started, what are your handles? What, how can people find you? Yes. On Instagram, it's at John Kutcher Kois. Mm-hmm. And for some reason on Facebook, it's John Kutruck. I don't know why. Okay. C-O-T-R-O-C. I should change that. Did you just that. forget how to, to spell your name yeah, that day? Exactly. Or just decide to like have like half the name, half <laughs> exactly. the name. Or maybe so you don't want people from your work finding you. I don't no, know. I thought it was gonna be like um, like a stage name, but then I realized that my full name is terrible <laughs> for people to pronounce. So I thought I should go with that fully. Okay. Okay. Why yeah. is your full name terrible? Not terrible. It's terrible to pronounce. Nobody could say it correctly. Did I say it correct? Quarter Oh, but I love you. Oh yeah, <laughs> you did. Now you did. I didn't say it right before. Quartercois. Quartercois. But in French it's quartercois. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But we could go either way. Okay. It's fine. Yeah. All right. But I've gotten Coco Kois, Katruckis, 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 Katruckis. Yeah, that's hilarious. Katruckis. Yeah. yeah, and I say yes here, present. Yeah, <laughs> present, <laughs> present here. Katruckis is here. Yes, yeah. no one is as in the history of names has ever been named Katruckis. <laughs> Katruckis. Yeah. Even if that was your last name, we're like we're stopping this now. Yeah, we're changing we're... the family name now. This is an embarrassing family name. We're not. We're not doing this. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm glad I pronounced it at least once probably no, great. today. <laughs> so before we get started and the topic that I talked about, um, uh, how did you get into comedy and storytelling? Oh my gosh. Let's go back. Um, in high school, I wrote, are we going really that back? Yeah. I want to go. No, I want to know it. Deep dive. I want to know it all. Happy, of let's course. deep dive. Okay. In high school, I was the class clown. Okay. I was getting in trouble, but not like really? bad, yeah. just like talking a lot. I never would have thought that. Yeah, I from was. You. you know what's funny? Um, I'm, I, I don't know. I was. In, this is about me. I'm turning it about me. <laughs> well, it is Yet House again, of Stone. You're telling a story. I'm like, wait, I have something to add about tell, myself. Tell me uh, <laughs> in high school, you know, I don't know if in your high school, but there was a yearbook in my, like my senior year that um, they named people like, you know, most likely to yes. succeed. Most, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Most athletic. Yeah. Most, yeah. Apparently I was like second runner up for like class clown. Oh. And I was like, 
bitch who like no way no 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 i was best actor but never did a school play (laughs) (laughs) there was no school plays you you were nominated best best actor but there was no school no school play why did they even have that category no idea i think it was dramatic you were dramatic or something i think the yearbook never updated their best of and then i was best of best actor but i never acted in my entire life that is so funny and because of that i'm like well we need to do a play since i'm best actor so i wrote the high school play the end of the year play oh my god yeah and And did they perform it yes they let me produce it write it i didn't star in it are you you didn't star (laughs) in it you didn't but you were the best actor best actor i never starred in it and uh but like i was in drama class but they never did like i wasn't in like the grease of 1999 do you know what i mean like yeah, i, I yeah, was yeah, in the yeah. john travolta of like my graduating <laughs> year no but yeah so you you started writing i started that's in, when i started writing what was the play about before we move on the play I was move. called once upon a time once upon a time it was so cute and it's a fairy tale about fairy tales <gasps> and like john and julia brother and sister get asked by mother goose who has like alzheimer's to help that help help them no help her uh like fix all of her stories because her evil sister gusilla took her storybook and mixed up all the stories and they have until midnight to get everything together you you should have i don't know what that high school should have like okay this person is brilliant uh, it was no, no, fucking it was huge. brilliant let's it was huge. pave the way i don't know pay for your university i don't yeah, know yeah yeah no no know. no it was huge it was huge and yeah. because of that then what happened was they we made so much money cuz word of mouth and people started hearing it no, it was serious. it was like i'm being serious it was <laughs> production i'm not even joking so listen to this so we had no money my budget was zero dollars so i was very good friends with my the teacher that does like economics whatever so i'm like you have to sew all my yeah you have to sew all my costumes yeah and she's like that's perfect because for the whole year networking yeah i had like a sweatshop yeah they were like doing all the all the costumes and then the art teacher i'm like you have to do my sets yeah so she did all my sets we had zero but like zero budget like zero budget. yeah um and then it was so successful yeah we made so much money that the year after they got like a video projector they got a camera they so got like this school like invested yes. because of you was now the theater has to be called john quarterquise it should be but it's not but yeah they should change it <laughs> they should change what it high to school john is this? this is lauren hill academy lauren hill academy. Lauren academy get your shit together please yeah Thank you we need a theater much. named after john yeah for sure but no i left a legacy there's still yes. the bench in the magical forest that's in the office when kids get in trouble they have to sit on they the, the bench s- that like John and Julia and like Mother Goose sat on for like most of the play. <laughs> oh my like, god! Yeah, that's hilarious. Yes, that is so. Does any of your family still go to that school? No. Okay. No. Okay. No. But through well, I would like just friends, imagine your nieces brothers, or nephews are no. like, so my, my my uncle made this. <laughs> no, but recently I was at a dinner and a girl was like, "Oh, if it wasn't for like the high school theater program, I'd be like." like yeah. dead yeah. like because yeah. she was like you know going through teen dramas and yeah. whatever and yeah. i'm like oh yeah what school did you go to she's like well it's all because of this play called once upon a time and i'm like i wrote that she's like no you didn't i'm oh like yes God. that was me oh my but like God. i'm 40 now and i wrote it when i was 16 i, d- I don't care yeah it was more than 20 years brag. ago. brag yeah, yeah she was like wow she's like that was you she's like you kind of saved my 
yes. high school life without even knowing. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like years later, she was in like grade seven. That's so And she cool. was depressed and she was in the theater program because they Aww. had money now. Thousands and thousands oh of dollars. God. Yeah. Oh my God. That's so cute. I yeah. love, do you still have a copy of this play? Of Can course we... I have a copy of the play. And not only do I have a copy of the play, but there's like a part two and a part three that I've written, but I never did can we get can we get the comedians of Montreal to gather and we put a play together for like fringe? Yes, a hundred and ten percent. For like fringe. And like yes. maybe we can like Mother make Goose? it more like, you know, PG thirteen or something. No, like, but like, that's the thing. Even back then, like there was the vegetarian wolf, because everything's messed up in like fairy okay. tale land. Okay. So he's strictly vegetarian, but like it was almost like he was gay. Do you know what I mean? Like his okay. his family didn't okay. accept that he was vegetarian. He was yeah. supposed to be like eating yeah. meat and whatever. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. even for the time, I was like ahead of the game. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you yeah, were. yeah of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course you were. <laughs> yeah. So that so that's it. So then after that, that was nineteen ninety nine. That was nineteen ninety nine. That was nineteen ninety nine. That's wild. I know. What I'm year old. were you born? You're gonna hate me. Tell me, it's like you. <laughs> you were born in 1999 when I graduated high school. Yeah, you're disgusting. <laughs> I I can't look at people that were born in the no, like, that's horrible. 90s and like late 90s and 2000s. I can't believe no, <laughs> no negative. So yeah, graduated high school, mm -hmm. life drama, blah blah blah. Put everything away. Okay. Never wrote again. No, no, okay. never. Okay. Um, and then. I moved downtown from Shamadi. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. I broke free from Shamadi Laval, and then okay. I was went it to for work. You moved downtown. No, for, for work? life. Like for, for life to get <laughs> to away. From... Yeah, to get away and okay. be gay and whatever. And okay, and how, yeah. how old were you? I was twenty something ish. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then I saw the French. I went to my first French festival. Like, see, this is why the play has to be in French. Okay. Yes. Go on. It's go full, on. It's gonna Keep be a full circle moment. Yeah. <laughs> and I saw this guy there, and then the same guy, uh, Gerard Harris, I think his name was. Mm, not familiar. Uh, British uh, storyteller guy. Oh, okay. Very funny. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I s bumped into him in Toronto, and he, I was with a friend, and he's like. Uh, He's like, why are you asking me about the French Festival? Because I was curious just to know, like, how do you get in? Maybe to put the play, actually, yeah. come to think of it. And he's like, oh, he's like, what you should do just to start is you should write, like, a story and submit it to Confabulation. Okay. And that's yeah. where it started. And I'm like, mm, we'll see. I don't know. I don't think so. And then my mm -hmm. friend was like, you have nothing to lose. Just write something and send yeah. it in. Like, who cares? Yeah. But, like, after so long... Yeah. Like this was like maybe six years ago. Okay. Six, seven years ago ish. Okay. I'm like, should I, could I, whatever. So I did, I submitted mm -hmm. and nobody got back to me. Okay. And I'm like, if I can't make it at like a Montreal, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like a little yeah. writing contest in Montreal. Yeah. Like, what was I thinking that I could actually make it in, you know, like okay, in life and it. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, forget it. I'm never going to write again. Mm -hmm. But what happened was, I had submitted too late for that oh, theme. For that. Okay. So then they called me and they were like, we really want you. We read your story and we want you to perform. And I'm like, no, I'm never, I would never get on stage. I'm best actor that's never been on stage. I would never get on stage. <laughs> best actor yeah. that's never been on stage. <laughs> Did they just, because you're gay? You're like, best actor has to be the gay one, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I'm like, uh, no, never. And this girl was like, no, you. I need to meet you. So I met yeah. her. And she like forced, co uh, like convinced me to do it. 
Mm-hmm. And yeah, and I performed at uh, the main, main line yeah. for the first time. And oh, I only wow. brought Janice, who you know. Okay, yeah. Yeah, just Janice because I was like nervous. And yeah. I opened my mouth and I started by saying, hi, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> like I always do yeah, at every yeah. show. Yeah. And everybody started laughing right away. Yeah. And the whole crew of Confabulation was like, you're really funny. You should just try to do comedy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, but like I'm a storyteller. I'm not fun. Like I'm not a comedian. Okay. But your stories are very funny, obviously. Right. Yeah. So yeah. then that transformed into, can you write it shorter? Can you tighten it up? Okay. Can you whatever, make it into a set? Okay. And I accepted the challenge. And then I, I did some stuff with Sid at Comedy Works. Okay. And then the first time I was at the Comedy Works, the next day it burned down. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. Uh-huh. So me and Sid have very good luck because also <laughs> cut to a couple of years ago, I auditioned for JFL. Yes. And then a week later, the world ended because there was the pandemic. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So okay. I can't work okay. with Sid <laughs> <laughs> because the world will end or whatever. Yeah. Yes. So it's not Oh, cute. no. Oh, no. Yeah. So, But that's how I got started. And then it snowballed. People started seeing me, started wanting me to, on their shows. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I went to the Comedy Nest. I okay. did the open mics at the Comedy Nest mm-hmm. and then got weekends and then mm-hmm. got the 2020 best of yeah yeah, yeah. that's and amazing here. that's so amazing how long was like the first story that you did at confabulation like 12 minutes 12 minutes okay. Yes. okay and i don't think you've heard it have you heard hot yoga i have heard yeah hot yoga okay. hot yoga i heard at tinder tales was a valentine's tinder tales. Oh, okay. like yeah I, maybe it was Yes, it was like the Tinder Tales of 2020. It was that like Lastral or now like Plastid. Oh my or whatever. God. Yes, yes, yes. And I did hot yoga there. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That's a good story. That's yeah, really the very good. like tight. Um, yeah. Okay. Hot yoga. Yeah. yeah. But hot yoga is like a good 12 minutes. All right. Okay, yeah. cool. It, like, so it seems like this has always been in you, but yeah. finally someone convinced you. Has like. Is your fan is your family funny? Like, have you always uh, been like the jokester of the family? My mom is very sarcastic. Like, okay. think Roseanne Barr. Oh my god! Yeah, very sarcastic, yeah. very like that. Yeah, so like, for the racism. Yeah, yeah. no, 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 like <laughs> pre-racism. Like we're talking about sitcom Pre- days. <laughs> <laughs> and my dad's very story. Like everything, every time he leaves the house, something happens. Okay. So I learned that type of long, okay. length storytelling from him. Okay. Yeah, okay. and his family too. They're very like in Greece. They're very like one thing happens, we talk about it for like a month, <laughs> and we try to perfect it in how we're gonna say it say to it. each other. And, yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? And up it. Okay. You know what I mean? So my whole family's like that we've always tried to All make right. each other laugh and up each other's okay punchline let's okay. say okay and yeah. um are you the only performer in the family i think i am oh wow i'm trying to think okay yeah my maybe a little cousin of mine sings you're what a little cousin of mine she okay. sings yeah, okay but okay. otherwise no i'm the only okay comedian right. yeah That's that so gets cool. noticed at elixir <laughs> I remember the first time I saw you on stage, actually. Oh. Yeah, it was actually at the Off JFL show that we did together. Oh, okay, yeah. It was the first time I ever met you or, like, saw you on stage, um, and you were amazing. Yeah, oh, I remember yeah. you being so nervous. Oh, I'm d- disgustingly nervous. Yeah. But I mean, you- I was very nervous, too. Like, I was only a year into doing stand-up, and I yeah. had somehow got a Zoo Fest Off JFL show, and I was just like, I'm going to throw up on this yeah. stage. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it, it went really well. I was really happy about it. But, yeah, that was the first time 
But that's me every day, all day, every time, even when you book me for your shows, even for like, yeah, at uh, diving, like I'm nervous every time to that you, level. Like, is it, has it gotten any better in the, over the years or is it still like? I think I've managed because before it was like seven days before the show. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Then I reduced it to four to two days to <laughs> okay. the day before to the, the morning day. of. Okay. Now it's like an hour or two before. That's. I mean, that's progress. That's, it's, it that's, is progress. But yeah, I wish yeah. I could walk in one day and be like everybody that like just has a drink and is chatting with people. I, I'm not that person either. No. And I don't think I will ever. Well, I mean, I kind of should chat, but then there, I get up to I get to a point where... I'm like, like, I know that the show's starting. I'm like, no, I got to get my head. Yeah. So like I start putting like barriers up around and just like look at my notebook. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the people that are just like, and then they go on stage and, and just they're like, amazing. Or yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm definitely not like yeah. that. I have to like, but even though I know my set, I know yeah. what's gonna, how it's, I just have to like be like, I don't Same. know, still or something. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I sure. have to rehearse it to like make myself sick. <laughs> <laughs> that's what works for me that's what works for you that's good yeah. that's good well it feels kind of weird to invite a guest to talk about self-destruction to right. be honest because okay. it's kind of like like hey tell me how you fuck up your life yeah. tell me how you fuck okay. up your life but i mean uh, can you relate to being self-destructive oh my god all the time yes right? like if i have one good show then i'll won't book another show for like a month just to say that i like <laughs> You know what I mean? That's just to keep so myself funny. down. What? That's so funny. But it's true. <laughs> no, you just, yeah. you know, I'm going like, on a this high note. No chances yeah. for yeah. Yeah, exactly. Failure. And then I like, I quit comedy the day after I do like one good show because I'm like, <laughs> that's it. You know what I mean? But it's so dumb. I don't know why I do that. And I do the food thing too. Like, the food thing. Okay. I've been trying so hard because of the pandemic to lose some yeah. weight yeah. and like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love the people like I talk about, you know, this line, the lifestyle people, that it's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. I, I mean, I to be honest, them. it is a lifestyle. <laughs> but it is a lifestyle. I know, but that's the thing. It is a lifestyle. But then, like, I'll have a salad and then the next day I'll have McDonald's breakfast because I had the salad the night yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah. like, oh, I'm winning. It's like there's two extremes. Yeah. Like, it seems for sure. Um, going back to, like, so you, I kind of get, like, you have a good set and then. You're like, well, this is good. Let's not fuck things up. Like, let's yeah. just like, but I think it's also like, it's healthy to have like space in between sets as well. Like yeah. if that's what is best for you. But if, if the mindset is like, oh, I did well, better not book again. So it doesn't, I yeah. don't like, uh, this doesn't fuck Like I won't fuck yeah. things up. I don't think that's. But it's like, I don't try to pick up on the momentum. Like I do sometimes, but then I get exhausted. But like, yeah. I, I wish I could just pick up on the momentum, do it, do it, do it. And like, yeah, you know, punch them out. But instead yeah. I stop myself and then re get nervous again and okay. have the demons come out okay. and be like, no, you suck. <laughs> that was such a long time ago. A month ago you did well. Like now you suck. That, neg- that negative narrative in your head yeah. is, is, can be fucking hard to get rid of for sure. It's so hard to get rid yeah. of. And yeah. in the beginning I was so nervous that I wouldn't even... At the Comedy Nest, mm. funny story, well, not funny, but like depressing. Uh, even mm. when I would go to the MC for, to watch a movie, I would never walk by the Comedy Nest because oh, really? I was that nervous. Really? Yeah, no, I'm not even joking. Like it would make me have <laughs> diarrhea 
Just the thought of going to see a show. This is before comedy. This is before confabulation. Oh, wow. Yeah. Just to walk by? Just to walk by. I was like, Because oh my God, of the energy a- of the other comedians? Yeah, like that, that's the dream. You know what I mean? Oh, to be so at like the even, comedy mask. Okay, so even before confabulation, like that was like the dream. Yes. And you're just like, I just don't need to rem- be reminded I, of that. That I can't do that. And I would never do that. And I would never go to shows. I wouldn't even go to see a show at really? the comedy mask. Never. Did you see any stand-up shows like be- never? No, like no. even you- sometimes in theaters, like to go see like my uh, niece or whatever. Like I would get nervous in theaters. Oh my god! Yeah, how crazy is that? It's just you didn't want that reminder of like what you what your dream what I could is. have done. Yeah, exactly what the dream was. Yeah, oh I didn't gosh. want to face the dream ever. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That That's crazy? so interesting. No, it's no, not I, crazy. I, I really hard with that. Like like sometimes there's like a comedian I really like. Yeah. And like like Hannibal Burris is like my favorite comedian, but like I can't not watch anything he does now because it's right. like that's what I want to be, and yeah. like every time I, I'm reminded of like that's like the difference between where I'm at and right. where yeah. he's at. Yeah, yeah. It could be so like a, it's it. a de- I guess it's depressing yeah. reminder, yeah. and like it's overwhelming for sure because you're like oh I have to do so much work yes. to get to that, and so many yeah. mental. Hula hoops or what? Yeah, yeah. Barriers to jump over. Exactly. Uh, so I, but like, good for you for like you're yeah. you go to shows, you do shows now. Yeah, that's now amazing. It's a completely that's, night and day that, for sure. Like, if you, I what was it? It was a bit. It was about you said seven years ago that you started. Yeah, six seven years. Six ago. seven. Like, if you could tell like ten years ago, uh, John, yeah. like what would you tell him? Oh my God, just do it. But just you do see, it. Just yeah. do it. Get up and do it. Like, But also, like, everybody's different. Some people yeah. plunge into the pool. Some people yeah. put their toe. I'm a toe person. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not a plunge into anything type of person. Okay. So, but I would have told him, just send it to Confabulation. You never know. Or yeah. to whatever writing. Yeah. Or, you know, email mm-hmm. Comedy Nest for yeah. the open yeah, mic yeah, yeah. and just try it one time, you yeah. know? Yeah. Uh, but it definitely like I've definitely in my life have definitely been like let's put a toe in type yeah. person but now because now I'm like the opposite I'm like let's dive the fuck in yeah, but I love like that. I'll fake it till I make it yeah. but it took so fucking long to yeah. get to, to that like to be that person yeah. and even now like I'll dive in and I'll be like the fuck am I doing? Like, yeah. I like I shouldn't have done this. What like, and all that self doubt comes in, and it's it's really really hard. But yeah, I mean, I'm glad that you. I'm glad you, you you submitted to confabulation. That's God so cool. bless confabulation. Oh my god, is it <laughs> still like confabulation picking. is still around? It's still around. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, what is around. like what is confabulation? It's a storytelling uh, community. Yeah. So it's a production company yeah. and there's a lot of different producers and yes. um so they they it's storytelling show like we have like a risk a com- or yeah. yeah so we have um we have like a comedy community there's a storytelling community yes. that exists here in Montreal which yeah. I love yeah. like and you and I have played in both yeah, yeah yeah so I really really love storytelling um I think it was uh Fernando and I actually took a storytelling class with oh. Jeff Gandall oh yes uh this Jeff. was oh Jeff two- Gandall yeah yeah, yeah. He was he's my, a Dawson he was my teacher he yeah. Yeah. He, he he wrote a play that was in. Yeah. Yeah, yes. Yeah, he um so he used to teach for the Montreal Improv the storytelling and then he sort of branched away from that and he then he did like independent storytelling classes uh also with um Nisha 
Nisha Coleman, Coleman yes. who's an her. amazing storyteller. Brilliant. I like yeah, I yeah. can't Out even comprehend yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. her mind. Yeah, yeah. Um so yes, uh, like I guess it was 2019 that we took the class and it was like level 1. Um and it literally like it changed it changed my comedy like yeah. completely. And um it, it changed the way I I write and um it gave me like different tools to write it gave me different like even though at the time i was i've been a stand-up comedian for mm -hmm. a few years it gave me like like how to like you know present myself on stage differently yeah. um and uh the importance of like workshopping things where i would like oh my God, yeah. and different ways to workshop things where i would just like write something then say it on stage and if it didn't work i would just scrap it all together but okay. just be like no like test it out on people before yes. or like try mm. it a different way like be kind of fearless or whatever yeah. um i also really loved in storytelling playing with a different emotion other mm -hmm. than humor or yes. like happiness yes um so i so in my first storytelling the graduation class yeah um i told a story like i injured my leg like 10 years ago and right. i told the story of me having this accident and like having like calling my mother and like having been taken in the ambulance and it was all this dramatic like telling that dramatic story yeah. and like me being like like think like going into emergency surgery and thinking I was going to die and all of that. And it was just such a contrast um, to like me going on stage and telling jokes. Right. And then what I also noticed, like, sorry, I'm blabbing on about no, I it. Love it. Um, uh, <laughs> what I also noticed is that um, when I would have these moments of tension in the story and you flip it and make, make some sort of sarcastic comment, yeah. simple, like low bar stuff, people lose their mind. Yeah, for sure. They laugh so hard because they're just, they're dying for this like relief. Uh, relief, yeah, like a break, this, yeah, yeah. This, this break, so like it, like I loved, I mean, maybe this makes me a sociopath, I don't know, but 100%. I, I, <laughs> yes. I, I really, really, really loved yeah. like experimenting with that so much and i think like part of this podcast like i do this monologue story yeah. time at the beginning like it's just for me to like just use some of the stories i've written and like um even though i'm not 100 performing but like just yeah. to get them out there so i really really love the art of storytelling and some of my favorite favorite comedians they do storytelling yeah. a lot of the time and i i saw this trend at the last just for last festival, I mm -hmm. think it was 20, 2019 then, um, when it was actually in town, where there was a lot of comedians that would do their hour that was like a lot of storytelling right. based. Um, like, yeah. oh gosh, I can't even remember his name, but like he, there was this man that went on stage and he, like he literally talked about how like, um, like sexual abuse, oh. like uh, trigger warning, sexual abuse, and yeah. like it, he, like he, like he got the audience there, and it was tense, and then he, you know, he broke the tension and like got us back and like right. to the like a more like brighter place, and it was just so beautiful yeah. to see to see the like the writing and how you can do that on stage. It was so so cool. <laughs> yeah. Do you find that like comedians in general? value more not value more but how can i explain it like um storytelling comics versus stand-up comics do you know what i mean like do you think there's a divide i don't or is know it getting better? i i i think it really depends on the preference okay. like um i think some comedians are stuck on like it can't be storytelling it right. has to be like 
like you know set up punch set up punch set up punch or like maybe the setup is a little longer than punch right um but um i think like it's val it's both valued uh, in my but like i find when i was in the like the storytelling class and among that community they are very much they didn't really know how to navigate this the stand-up scene they're like oh i don't know like i'm like your story's funny you can definitely go on like you know at an open mic and do it they're like no this is storytelling and i'm like no no no, you could like for sure um i don't know what do you think zach do you think there's a divide I think there's there's like you could tell who's a type of like comic, you know, like there's like some people like Harrison. Yeah. I wouldn't say like he's like not really a storyteller, but you kind of need storytelling elements in all your jokes because yeah. they're essentially the same exact thing. Yeah. Just shorter. Just literally just shorter. Mini. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if you could write a joke, you kind of know how a story goes. But right. the better you know how to write a story, the better your jokes could be. could be. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, for sure. And also, if you want to be a good comic, like you're saying, like people do like hours and they do longer stuff. So like, yeah. You're eventually probably going to tell a story, you know, yeah. so you should be yeah. good at telling stories. And I mm-hmm. think that, like... As a base. At, yeah. yeah. Foundation. But also just to get big, like, people like stories, yeah. right? There's, like, some of the biggest, like, stand-up comedians are, like, known because they have one story that they tell. And people yeah. love hearing it. But, like, yeah. you yeah. can't say that for other jokes. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, mm-hmm. once you hear, like, a set of punchline joke, that is almost vanished, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah but yeah. a story... You're known for your story. That the story, story, you remember the takes story. takes you somewhere. There's an emotional thing. It's yeah. longer, right? Mm-hmm. So I feel like if you want to be successful, you have to know how to write a story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, people come up to me all the time, and they're like, it's a lifestyle. And sometimes I forget, and I'm like, what's a lifestyle? <laughs> you know? Or recently, I was at Musique, and mm-hmm. I did my hair flip when I'm, like, yeah. try, you know? Yeah. And uh, the bouncer, I went downstairs, and the bouncer's like... Hey, you! And I was like, what? And he's like, can I get a hair flip? And I'm like, what? <laughs> and my friend was like, it's, like it, you're, you're set. Am I about like, to get punched? What are you? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's like, a hair flip. And yeah. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, but it's a part of the whole story. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But like, it's yeah. in the story, like throughout the story, but I don't remember it as a punchline. It's just like a stupidity <laughs> no, yeah. that I do. Do you know what I mean? Like an off thing. But yeah, yeah. yeah. But he was like, can I get a, fr-? he thought it was the funniest thing. And he was the bouncer that was like just roaming around. I didn't even know if he was paying any attention to me. <laughs> I thought he was going to beat me up. That's so funny. But we have an in at music if you want to go. Oh. He loves me. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just do the hair flip. <laughs> yeah, at I'm the just going to hair flip <laughs> the three hairs that I have. And I'm going to get in to music. So, Confabulation yeah. is still around. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's around. really yeah. cool. And I mean, do you, you do, you're, you're in both worlds, like storytelling yeah. and stand up. Yeah. Um, what audience do you like better? Ooh, that's a great question. <laughs> um, hmm. It's so funny because it's so, it really depends not on the genre, like whether it's storytelling, it's just the people. Like mm-hmm. it's, yeah. Like, okay. And I'm always shocked because I am a gay man. I'm always shocked at like the straight Greek guys or Armenian guys or whatever that start hysterically laughing at my <laughs> Dr. Meow story. <laughs> and I'm like, really? 
Like they, that's my target audience. <laughs> like I thought it would be women from like you know twenty five yeah. to like forty five, yeah, 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 not yeah. like straight yeah. guys. Yeah, but there's something. I mean, maybe they identify with having a freakiness. Uh, yeah, kinkiness. Kinkiness. That, uh, like yeah. I don't know I don't that know. like repels women. I don't. Yeah. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. But like, I mean, it's objectively funny. Also, that story. Like, yeah, and um, it's universal. Like everybody's yeah. been on a weird date. Yeah. Like unless you haven't left your house. Like yeah. you've been on a creepy day. like somebody. Oh yeah, for sure. Would, would you say weird. like I know the joke? Audience, like listeners will eventually know the joke. Yeah. But like, um, is that the weirdest date that you've ever been on, or has there something that's topped that? Well, there's a part two to Doctor Meow. Oh my god! That can I have you, never said to anything. Or can to you anybody. say it right now? What's the? Can oh you like briefly god. just recap Doctor Meow? Yeah. It's a guy that I went on the first date with, and he licked my face yeah. and meowed like a cat. And yeah. said that he was a cat. Yes. And he had a um, kitty litter box in his house, but he had he didn't ha- own a cat. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So that was. Yeah. Zach is being a better interviewer than I am right now. I'm like, give context, Abby, for the love of God. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but yeah, no, he 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 was. Yeah. But you also I feel like when freak things like that happen, I feel like to each their own. Not a problem. Yeah. But maybe wait like date three, date seven. Date three, give some, talk y- about it. Yeah. You know, like talk get me about in, it. get me invested. Like, hey, by the, I mean, he did bring you to your, his place. So maybe yeah. he couldn't hide it. So he just dove right in. No, he dove, he dove, dove right in. Yeah. He was <laughs> not a tippy toe person into the realm of like yeah. creepy and like yeah. kinky. Yeah, I mean, I definitely, there should be a conversation. If it definitely, like, universally, I think for, like, (laughs) for kinky stuff, there definitely should. And I'm not, like, this isn't, like, I'm not saying absurd things right now or, like, I'm not shaming anybody. I'm not shaking ground here, but, like, yes, like, uh, talk about it. As simple, even as, like, are you a dog person or a cat person? Yeah. Like, start (laughs) slow. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm into cats. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know? Because I would have said I'm a dog person, and then maybe he wouldn't have meowed and licked my face. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know what I mean? Said that he was a cat. Yeah. Yeah. That's so strange. Elspeth was here last week and told us a story about being on a date, and this, this man. It was just singing on oh. the date, like Disney songs, just oh. like, yeah. And like she couldn't really. Anyway, so there's a part two to the cat story. There's a part two to the cat story because I cat gave man. him a second chance. You gave him a, I you did. are a second uh, Did you do it for the story? I did it for the story for sure. <laughs> oh my story. God, of course. But I of kind course. of fell into it. It wasn't even my... It wasn't even my doing. It was, I was at a party okay. in the building... A friend of mine lives in his building. I can't believe I'm saying this okay. to you. And he's like, <laughs> I'm not gonna, for I'm the not... world to hear. So I'm at this party. It's a rooftop party. Mm-hmm. He's there because he knows my friend. that li- They all live in the same building. Yeah. Rich people, rich building. Mm-hmm. There's no water. No water. No water. No one There's got a case of water. Not one no bottle tap. of water. There's no tap. There's <laughs> unless I go to the bathroom for like a sink and like splash water into my mouth. There is no water. There's okay. cheeses from like yeah, Narnia that no. are like you know what I mean. No. Like the Rich most expensive. Rich people only cheese. drink wine. Only yeah, exactly. drink hundred bottle. Yeah, wine, wine like and Perrier. I can't yeah. drink Perrier when you're thirsty. You need for me. I'm sorry. Am I? <laughs> oh, what do you mean? <laughs> you're sorry. 
But like Perrier's not refreshing, or no, am I no. wrong? No, not at all. Why you're apologizing for thinking having an opinion about what Perrier? You're allowed to have an opinion. I don't want to shame Perrier drinkers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like actively I'm drinking Perrier. Perrier. Sponsored by Perrier. Yeah, please, please. No, we love I Perrier. I would save so much money. If but they we love it. Perrier. But I'm just saying that it's not. It doesn't quench, quench, it. quench your thirst. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? So, I'm, I'm dying. It's yeah. a summer day and I'm dying and I just need, there's Coca-Cola, there's, yeah. like you said, the million dollar bottles of wine and champagne yeah. and whatever. Yeah. There's cheese that makes you I'm salty thirsty. and thirsty. <laughs> there's Capricoli and all the meats and whatever. And I'm like the, dying. All the salty treats. All the salty no treats. Water. Crackers, no water. <laughs> there is zero water. <laughs> So I'm dying of thirst and you could see in my face that I'm like really not happy about this. Like I'm yeah. getting annoyed now and I'm going to leave yeah. early because I need a king yeah. bottle of yeah. water. Yeah. He's there. Mm. He's like, what's wrong? I'm like, oh. I'm very thirsty. Okay. He's like, why don't you come downstairs to my apartment? I have water. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, I am so thirsty. <laughs> I'm going to go. Now, yeah. did he yeah. think that yeah. this was yeah. a... You know, like code word yeah. for sex. No, no I'm I, you're thirsty. dying. Of, you're dehydrated. You're about not to for the D, yeah. but for actual H two O. So we go downstairs into his apartment, and he's like, "I'm gonna just go to the bathroom two seconds. I'm like, sure. I'm so thirsty that I'm going through his cupboards to find a glass to yeah. put water. I'm not even. Curious. I can't yeah. even wait for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my mouth is dry. Yeah. Like I'm dying. Yeah. And he gets out of the bathroom. Like a cat, <laughs> <laughs> sprints out like a cat, si like very silently and like creep. Like what's it Wait, called? Was you know he what I mean? On all fours? No. Okay. My God, okay. no, he wasn't all fours. I thought but that was the when I say I it on stage, he will be on all fours. But he like <laughs> ninjaly, yeah, came where I was, and I'm filling up the my glass with Britta, and yeah. he whispers in my ear. Hadn't noticed him there, and he whispers, and I'm not lying to you. Oh no! Are you scared? <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Yes. I'm fucking scared. I'm terrified. Who says I'm, that? I'm How is that like flirting? Are you scared? Are you scared? <laughs> I'm putting a glass of water. Why would I be scared? You freak of nature. Uh, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. So I guzzled the water. Yeah. And I left. Uh, yes. Again. Yet again, I ran Are out. Are you scared? Are you scared? Why would you say that? That's not a pickup line. It's not Are a pickup line. I'm just trying to. What was the end game? Like, he wanted you to be scared. scared. Cats yeah. scare other C cats? Yeah. Maybe. Like the I thing or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> the thing. <laughs> Zach's I like so good. Like, he's like. Shook. Are you okay? <laughs> I'm trying. Like that's like that's like. Are you broke Zach's brain? Guys, I broke Zach. <laughs> he's literally like. It's like he's, he's like proud that he's like that he's like creepy. So, yeah, he's proud yeah. of it. It's like it's like uh, in like okay. you know Fifty of Grey. Like yeah, he shows off that sex dungeon. You know, it's almost yeah. like it's like it, it's scared. you're acknowledging that this is weird but also you're knowing that you're doing this to someone yeah like maybe that's uh, another kink you know yeah. like to it's scare somebody cat and yeah. power dynamic thing yeah that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway so on our third date no imagine oh my God. <laughs> we had sex, <laughs> we had sex. <laughs> so I fucked him but no <laughs> no no no, no. Oh I, ran, God. I ran out no I ran out yes and I went upstairs well, and I'm what like what was like the departing words that's what I want to know like, I'm like yes yes I'm scared yeah. 
scared yes, right I'm now. Scared. I'm like, are you okay? Goodbye. Like, who says that? That's yeah. what I told him. I'm like, who says that? Are you yeah. okay? Yeah. And he's like, oh, come on. And he was like, kind of like, you know, thrusting towards me. And I'm like, this is thrusting. not thrusting towards thrusting. me. Thrusting. Thrusting. <laughs> <laughs> like, Thrusting to, ah! yeah, like thrusting, no. yes, thrusting, to, oh, thrusting no. towards me, and I'm like, no, I'm like, I'm going back upstairs. Thank you for the water. Yeah, and I told off my friend. I'm like, might purchase a case of bottles of water before I get killed downstairs <laughs> and chopped up into little pieces because John yeah. vanished. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah, where's yeah. John? We don't know. He's <laughs> held captive in room whatever in condo 407 or whatever it was. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, Abby. And you're like, so you're, so he's mutual friends with a friend of mine. A yeah. friend. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And he doesn't know that you have this story. No. On the stage. No. Well, you never know. No. And the worst thing is that in the beginning, I used to be very detailed. Yes. Until one day, I saw a video. Somebody recorded me at. Um, Remember Emma used to do Tinder Tales at yeah. that basement, like Stranger Things, creepy basement place, Psychic City, Psychic Delic, Psychic Place. Psychic Place? Psychic I don't remember. City, like under a library? There's a library back room or something like that? Something, yeah, but it was like underground and there was like little uh, Christmas lights. Anyway, somebody videoed, not no. important, I don't no. know why I'm <laughs> painting you a picture, but like somebody videotaped me there and in the audience, when I play it back, you hear two different people go, I know who it is. So ever since then, oh, I'm, really? like, I'm like, I very much cut it to, and now with this story, for sure, they're going to know who it is. Oh, but it doesn't matter. But because um, how many rooftop millionaire condos have I gone to? Yeah. Not many. <laughs> no, you go to <laughs> them Don't expose every yourself weekend. like that. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. It is what it is. I'm famous now. People at Elixir know me. Yes. So um, That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so... So yeah, so so I've I've reduced it to very yeah, little like details. Very little detail. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So no, he does not know. Yeah. So unless when, somebody's told him, but I yeah. don't think so. So when yeah. is like part two coming out? Like when are you gonna start performing oh. part two? Or do you need like a longer set? Do you need like a longer set? Like, I feel like yeah, no, I feel like maybe like in like, some time. Like a fifteen minute set and then you can go to like part yeah, two. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll find you a fifteen minute set because I need you want to hear I that? Need, okay. I need to hear it. Okay, but that's good because that'll challenge me and then I'll yes. do it for you. Like I would never sit there and write it for myself, but I would write it for you if you yes, put me on the show. Of okay, course, that's good. Of okay, course. Okay, course. we'll do that. We'll do it. Um, so, I mean, we're talking about dating. Has there any any time that you've like been dating that like you know that you've been very self-destructive? Like you knew like, okay, things are going well, but I'm going to fuck the things up. Oh, yeah. When really? I like go and I like the person's Instagram and I heart everything like 37. Did you do that? I do that. But then I realized that that's psychotic. It's yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. You, it's psychotic. Like you, like I, ha it's a turn Everyone. Off. Everyone is going on their Instagram. Yeah. Like if you meet someone you like, yeah. you like no doubt you will go deep. Yes. On their deep. But like but you don't one want picture. you don't want to see you don't want to leave a trail. No. You don't want to leave a trail because no. then you're like no. oh. Because like I, even yeah. I'm like so um, hypocritical because if like someone did that to me, be like, well, I yes, I looked at all your photos, but I don't. If you you're liking mine, like, you're, are you a crazy person? Like, but see, I find it's cute. I, 
Like, I if guess. somebody blitz-liked my entire yeah. Instagram, I'd be like, who is this? I guess But when so. I do it to people, they don't like it. And, like, there's proof in the pudding. Like, people do not like it. Okay. okay. Yeah. They I mean, block me. <gasps> oh, no. Yes. yes. They block me. Yes. Oh, no. And I'm okay. like, oh, okay, that was too much. Okay. That You know, yeah. when you deep dive and you heart, 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 yes. heart, 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 everything. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm trying to explain to you that, like, hi, I'm over here. Pay attention yeah. to me. Yeah. I yeah, like yeah. your pictures. Talk to me. I wish people weren't, to be honest, I wish people weren't as sensitive yeah. to that. Because it does, it is endearing, right? Like, yeah. you, you are expressing interest. Like, I find so many people that I seem to be but attract are so like withholding right and just like emotionally unavailable yeah. or like guarded and so like if they are just real then yeah. I would be like oh this guy's nice but then yeah, there's like, also like there's also a point where you cross like if you're liking my photos from my trip to Ireland in 2016 <laughs> it's a sick. You're a I'm like sick. I know you went down <laughs> yeah. like you scrolled hundreds you scrolled too much hundreds of yeah, photos you you scrolled way too much. Yes. You had a lot of time yes. on your hands. Yeah, to do so that. it's a yeah. little intense. It's no, I little... get it. But then if it's the right person, it's the right. It's like, oh yeah, right? well, that's yeah. so cute. Exactly. Yeah. It's so funny that one thing could be such a turnoff, and then at the same it's time, so if funny, you like them, right? you're like, I'm, I love his snoring or whatever it is. I you know. know. I feel like 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 licking someone's face. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing. There's for sure a person for him. I'm yeah. sure somebody else would have been like lick it harder or whatever yes. do you know what i mean or I am, I yes am i am scared scare me more you know like oh god yeah exactly but like ooh, ah boo or whatever but yeah. like <laughs> not me maybe he's looking for the right mouse i don't know yeah, the, yeah. exactly but literally yeah yeah he's looking but for the right his mouse mickey yeah the cat exactly. is looking for his mouse exactly he will find it he will find it <laughs> It's weird. It's so weird. It's, it's so weird. But I mean, good for this person for yeah. just like, you know, knowing what he likes. Fly your kink flag. Yeah. Go for exactly. it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Exactly. I don't I'm I'm not one I like I'm just very not kinky and like but Same. it's interesting to hear about other people's yeah. kinks, you know? Anyways, um, well, I want we're at the point of the show where I ask my last final question. Okay. Um, we always end the show with like Last few questions, um, and then we end it. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, I feel like we've already gotten into this, like what inspires your comedy, and it mm -hmm. really, like, I mean, what inspires your comedy, I, I'm guessing, is just real life yeah, experience, real life. like the rest of us. Yeah, yeah. I have to live, because that's, that's my stuff, right? It's I live it. I tell Janice, yeah. <laughs> I perf I write it, I perfect it, and then I put it on stage. Yes, yeah. perfect. Yeah. Exactly. And is what is your ultimate goal in comedy? What would you like to see your career uh, go? I would love to be at a place in comedy where, like, it's my actual living. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't mean, like, a private jet. No. But no. like just private like, jets would be nice though. Yeah, it would be uh, nice. Let's yeah. not limit the universe. <laughs> let's not limit like, the yeah, private jet yeah, money. Not, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that's really what I would love. I would because yeah. I really love making people laugh. Yeah. yeah. You know that. Like mm -hmm. I love, you know, making people cheer up and mm -hmm. all that stuff. So I yeah. would really love not to be stuck on the phones, call center life. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I, I want to be doing something that I'm actually passionate about. Yeah. Full time. Yeah. Absolutely. That's absolutely. The goal. That's the dream. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Um, what is your deepest passion on that note? Uh, I think that, that like yeah. making people laugh and yeah. like, 
you know, I I love like the words of it all. You know what yeah. I mean? Like even on stage, just switching a word here and there yeah. to see what gets a bigger laugh and like the art of it. Yeah, right. Exactly. The yeah. art of it, like, yeah. the structure, the art of it, like mm-hmm. the writing process is my mm-hmm. favorite part. Oh, absolutely. Stage uh, for me, you know, I hate it. Yeah. After I'm off stage, I'm happy. But mm-hmm. like on stage, if yeah. I'm doing well i'm happy yeah but like that before 30 minutes of mm. nervousness i hate that part yeah. like that's not i think you'll you'll shorten that eventually i'm sure I like so. yeah it'll get easier i mean it has for me i used to like be a person that stared at a wall for yeah. like <laughs> days before yeah. and but then yeah it got easier and easier but i i like what you're saying like the art of it like mm-hmm. the meticulous little details because yeah. that's where the comedy is it's yeah. like those little details it could be just like taking a pause in between yeah. a word that like causes like changes everything everything and yeah. it's just so freaking magical yeah. i love it so much me too um my last question uh yes. what is one of the hardest moments in your life i think it's probably yeah letting go of all those insecurities the okay. demons getting off that couch yeah and actually pressing, just pressing send to confabulation yeah. that first time. I think that yeah. was the hardest thing that I had to do. Because yeah. then after that, everything snowballed. Yeah. So it was easier and yeah. things were coming. Do you know what I mean? But it's that first initial step. Okay. I think yeah. with everything, right? Like weight loss, like me too, like for the weight loss, mm-hmm. like putting on the running shoes is the first step. You know what yeah. I mean? Just put on the fucking yeah, running just, shoes. Yeah, just taking, it's to get through those men- that yeah. mental barrier yeah. for sure. For exactly. Sure. What inspires you to take care of yourself? This isn't one of the last questions. <laughs> now it's yeah. honestly because I fight. I'm out of breath when I do 15 minutes. Okay. So yeah. like I want to keep up with yeah. being able to be on stage and do more shows yeah. and yeah. not be so exhausted and be able to balance like mm-hmm. my full-time job with full-time yeah. comedy. Mm-hmm. And I want to look hot at 45. Yeah. 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 Didn't you I just have, have a 40th birthday? Yes, I did you have my 40th. You just had your 40th yes. birthday. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Yes, Happy birthday. Yeah, but that's it. I want to I want to feel good. Like it's time. You will look hot at 40. You. you you look 45. You will look hot at 50. You will look hot at Thanks, 60. I love you. I mean, Greek people always they're very they're very attractive <laughs> people. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I love you. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh. This 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 hour just like flew by. I can't we believe it. I had, s- yeah, we're oh, like basically wow. at an hour. I had so much okay. more to talk about. No, it's fine. Okay, it's good. beautiful. That's like the best part of it. Okay, um, good, 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 good. Uh, so this has been House of Stone. Thank you all so much. I want to say thank you to our funders, our sponsors, Pantelis Comedy for letting us use the studio and his Woo! team, uh, Poseidon, Zach Kicks on the ones and twos, uh, Fernando, the social media whatever manager yeah. <laughs> whatever <Guru. laughs> i don't know why i said it like that social media whatever um and i want to thank the listeners please follow subscribe like um and thank you for being here thank you thank you